rolling. Five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. To American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. That's a beer you hear being cracked. I'm so disrespectful, Matt. That's rude. <laughs> and I'll do it with you. <laughs> I do the same. Uh, yeah, I oh. know. I think that's all you can do when you lose all your money at the casino is uh, crack a beer and drown your sorrows. Ah, oh, man. You did blow your wad. Pretty quick, too. I mean, it was a... It was in an under an hour, man. And I spent all my money. Dude, 20, 20 G's? So. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, uh, that's not a little bit to lose. That's what happens when uh, Grand Theft Auto opens their DLC casino. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we eluded you, I guess. You could you could have thought that was really dark for a second there. Yeah, I'm a little too <laughs> cheerful to be losing 20. I would have to have 20 grand to lose 20 grand. <laughs> yeah, true, true, right? Just to throw down on the tables to play a little blackjack, a little roulette. <laughs> right. It's fun, though, man. I'm glad they brought it back. We were talking earlier about how it's, like, revitalized the game a little more. It's record-breaking, actually. And I know we uh, kind of retired our video game segment, but that doesn't mean we stop playing when we're uh, off mic. And we've actually been, right before this, we were sitting down and playing some blackjack and roulette. They have uh, slots. I'm not really a slots guy myself. No, but at the blackjack table, it was like that scene in Vegas Vacation, man. We were getting worked over by the dealer so that hard. He eluded us. motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, he gave us a bunch of money at first, and then he just like kept screwing us and taunting us yeah. as we were trying to. <laughs> they, they make him pretty snide in GTA, as you'd expect. But it's cool. Uh, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. And uh, yeah, if you're if you're falling off the GTA train like we did for a little bit, check it out. It's definitely interesting. And uh, that alone, I mean, you could just chill at the casino and have yeah. a little fun. It's like a whole different game. Get yourself blackout on drinks over at the bar there. Give the wheel a spin and try and win yourself a convertible. Ah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, as we roll into our show here, you know, we always like to start our weird news with a little bit of weed news. And this time we're talking about the health effects of eating cannabis. And uh, scientists are starting to study this a little bit more, you know. There's big popularity with edibles in a lot of legalized states. So uh, scientists are becoming more and more interested in the actual effects long-term in uh, what doing these things might have. Hmm. I'm curious to see as well, you know, if there is any uh, negative or, or pro effects. Right. You know, it'll be cool. I mean, some, some evidence historically uh, Indian, the Indian culture has, you know, eaten hashish or cannabis for like thousands of years and, 
it's still doing fine. So <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that if anything comes around, it might show uh, some benefits that have come out of it. These scientists have created a dough type of uh, thing. It's like made with flour and salt and THC. And they fed this to uh, mice. They didn't like force feed the mice or anything. They actually gave it to them and let them take as they wanted. And they found that m many of the mice have like kind of self-medicated <laughs> in a way, you know, <laughs> everyone has their own tolerance. So some of the mice go for more, some, some don't use it at all. And, and some only use a little bit, which yeah. is interesting. It's just like people. Yeah. Preference, man. Not everybody smokes weed. Not everybody uh, that uses cannabis smokes it in general. They might do edibles. I mean, it's, you know, it's funny. Definitely going to be differences in opinion and uh, preference, man. And a couple, that's couple cool. of them I started a jam band. Another one passed uh, out in the corner. <laughs> dude. With like yep. a piece of dough still in his hand. <laughs> oh, man. Bastard can't get enough. So, yeah, they're saying, you know, this is an important thing with the popularity of, uh, of edibles and consumption in that way uh, in legalized places. They, they really want to know what, what these effects are long term. The, yeah. They said people might want to know as well because people end up uh, sometimes being unsure of how much they should be taking in terms of milligrams and stuff, Matt. And and the uh, marijuana edibles that they should be eating end up being more than they should, Matt. And it said it's in the article. I'm not saying your name for, for no reason. It actually says Matt. You're taunting me. You're taunting me right now. <laughs> and I'm just going to say that right again. Edibles do not affect me. <laughs> I'm immune. There's probably there's some mouse in there with a podcast who's saying the same thing, dude. Same thing, dude. dude. Passed out yeah. in the corner after eating a handful of dough. His name is Rat, though. It's not Rat. Matt, and it, it's funny uh, because he, like he's a mouse, so it's like you know, just play on. <laughs> you know? He actually is a mouse. Okay, he's just a little bit, a little yeah. bit tougher than the other ones. So yeah. it's it'll be interesting to see what kind of um they they haven't come out with anything yet saying like oh these are the effects but they're saying that you know because they can't uh test these things on humans for ethical reasons that mice are our next best uh thing next to you know pigs or something and pigs don't have lips so you can't get them to grip the joints yeah <laughs> okay all right <laughs> i mean it sounds like bullshit but it's cool i'll buy it <laughs> So if you want to read a little bit more about these uh, mice that they're feeding, essentially edibles, uh, we'll be posting this up on our Facebook page on Thursday, like we do every week with our uh, marijuana articles for you. You know, that's, I've got to say, I'm not with animal testing at all, but that, that testing, I mean, that's cool. You yeah, know, I mean, I'm down with that yeah, one. It's, there's no peer pressure. They're just Dude. saying, hey, get go at it if you want to. They're not like force feeding them. They're giving them the chance to, you know, choose it on their own and shit. It's cool. It's cool. It could be a lot worse, man. And, uh, you know, in our next story, we're going to see it gets a lot worse for some animals in this world. But we're going to Painesville, Ohio. A fitting <laughs> Why, setting. Why'd you say it like Hulk Hogan? Dude, I can't help it. Every time I think of it, it's like, dude, Painesville, Ohio, brother. You're taking people. <laughs> Dude, taking you to Painesville Friday the 31st. Friday, live. Friday. <laughs> the city center. All right, man, we're going to where a 49 year old man has just been sentenced to 90 days in jail. All right, and the reason he's been sentenced to 90 days in jail, three months, is because he acted a fool at a restaurant. Now, 
I don't know exactly where where he got triggered in the whole story. Okay. But uh, it ended up where he was he was uh, pretty upset, and he ended up reaching into a shirt, pulling out a full size iguana, <laughs> <laughs> taking it by the tail, swinging it around his head. Oh God! And eventually hitting their waiter. This was a the, real iguana. This is a real live iguana, people. Oh, this poor lizard. Animals were harmed in this stunt. Yeah, <laughs> I would say so. You can't so this, an iguana like a mace. Dude, a what restaurant. A, dude, I don't know how the tail didn't snap off. I had an iguana and then I accidentally snapped on its, it's like stepped on its tail and it snapped off, dude. Yeah, like I barely like, stepped on it. That's like dude. the the reason for that defense mechanism is if a guy picks you up and flails you around like, like a mace. Maybe. Maybe he had him real tight to the body. He just like had him right tight to it. I don't know. More <gasps> like a club than a flail. I guess, dude. Yeah, it wasn't exactly like a whip, you know? Man, well, the poor iguana actually ended up, you know, once they caught it after the whole deal, it had a broken leg, uh, it had a bone disease, apparently, and it was really poor body condition, according I think to this bone article. disease is unrelated to the fl- a yeah. flail incident. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, who knows, man? I don't know how long this guy had it. But here's where it gets even crazier. After the whole incident made the newspapers and whatnot, apparently somebody reached out to the police and said, hey, my iguana recently escaped, and I'm wondering if that was my iguana. And sure enough, it turned out to be the iguana that escaped, and somehow this crazy man ended up with it and put that iguana through the ride of its life. Jesus Christ. It survived, dude. though, with a broken leg, I guess. And bone dude. disease. Dude, it's all right, dude. He'll probably get, like, a little iguana crutch or wheelchair, maybe. I don't know. You what, know, he'll be all right. What do you do if you're sitting there, you're eating your, like, corned beef hash or whatever it is, looking over your, your black coffee with a little bit of sugar, and uh, you're me in this scenario. And uh, you see, see a man barge through and start flinging around a lizard. Dude, if lizards are flying, you better start leaving. All right, that's all I'm saying. You just dip, you just, get, do you get involved? Dude, uh, no. A man is crazy enough to start flailing around lizards by their tails. Is crazy enough to do anything. You leave immediately. How long do you think it takes you to realize it's an iguana? I don't notice. As soon as I see there's a lizard flying around at any, or any type of animal, the tail of flying. I'm out. I'm out. That's a crazy motherfucker. Yeah. No, I, I would have dude, to agree. He's packing heat in multiple ways, dude. <laughs> it, uh, that, that poor iguana owner, dude. They're, they're the one that lost the dude. most in this. Fucking old Iggy came back and he was never the same, dude. Never the same. He just stayed in the corner of his tank, staring at the corner. How's your iguana escape? You just let those things roam free most of the time? I mean... Maybe this savage just did, and or maybe they had it out in the backyard, and they were just, you know, oh, look at him, he's going. Oh, he's going. Look at him go. Look he's at, gone. Oh shit, there he goes. You know, and he was life just like, a crime. <laughs> they're wicked, dude. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, dude, he's running with the wrong people, slapping people upside their head. You know. Yeah, it gets dangerous out there. The yeah. uh, our next story is uh, another animal story where it gets very dangerous. A woman suffered an agonizing bite from an octopus while uh, posing for a photo and putting said creature on her face. So she had a live octopus and held it up to her face like, "Oh, it's so cute!" Fucking better. Yep. In uh, in Washington, Dude. there was a there was a woman who was saw a, man, <laughs> a fisherman catch a hook an octopus. And she thought it would be cute to uh, pop that sucker on her face. 
And she said, quote, looking back, I probably made a big mistake. No shit, dude. That is one of the creatures. I mean, I don't know. I'm an animal nerd and I know you are too. So we both know that they have a beak that could definitely fuck you up. That's something I don't think many people are aware of. Like they see the outside of the octopus and they don't realize that there's a mouth in the center of those legs. That's like, it's a beak. It's like a bird's beak. It just clings around looking like a dipshit, like all day, not eating. Like what? And fucking uh, the the beak itself is used to break open like clams and other shellfish, like hard fucking shells to get its meals. This, it's yeah, pro status beak right here. What's it gonna do to your weak ass Instagram nose? All right, it's gonna shatter that thing. It was her chin. And the way she described it, it was pretty bad. Luckily, the octopus wasn't venomous, which is another thing people don't realize. (laughs) Octopus are venomous and could fucking poison your ass if you fuck with it. There's there's one called this. It's the something ring octopus. And uh, it can, like, kill a person if if you get, like, stung by it. But I believe they're only in Australia, I want to say. Dude. Those and jellyfish are straight up aliens. I'm saying it here. Blue ring octopus. I'm bringing conspiracy corner to this article. That's an alien, dude. There's nothing on earth like octopi or fucking jellyfish, yeah. dude. It, it totally different uh, evolutionary steps to get to a beak that floats around with eight legs in the dude. ocean. <laughs> dude, I've seen them snatch on to people too. and you can't get away. You can't right. get away, dude. No. And that's what but- happened to this lady. She put it on her face, posed for the picture, and then it uh burrowed its it got its suckers grabbed her chin and burrowed its beak into her chin oh my god dude she said it was really intense pain it was dripping blood for a long time i guess uh once it was on her face it would like suction to it and then release a little and do it again and release and do it again so it was like essentially like stabbing her in the chin the entire time it's almost like that scene in alien like with those fucking like spiders Dude, face suckers that lay eggs, dude. Oh, my God, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. terrifying. This one went a little bit lower, missed the mouth, and went straight for the chin. Uh, imagine that was your mouth, though. That thing would have, like, ripped your teeth out. <laughs> oh, my dude, God. Oh, my God. Or, dude, imagine it grabbed your tongue, dude. Ooh. It just took your fucking tongue. You can never talk again. That would dude. be terrific. <sighs> Don't luckily, fuck with octopus, people. Luckily, <sighs> it went for her chin. It didn't go for her mouth. That would be terrible. Um, don't do it. It's not a good idea. It's a terrible idea. You don't ever want to do this. Dude. It's, it's a surefire way to get your face fucked up. <laughs> yeah, dude. I just, I don't know, man. That's that's where it just comes into saying it's too safe today for people. Because, I mean, people like that just normally get killed by, you know, a Siberian tiger or something. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Well, it's just be, be like, this is one of those things. Like we as humans love to pass down stories. That's why people listen to podcasts. The, True. The moral of this story is be weary of animals. You're not familiar with. If we're going to boil that down to something. I like it. All right. Let's all keep tight to this fire, man. Yeah, right. Watch out, man. <laughs> the origin of podcast was the old fire fucking side story. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Keep stoking the fire. We're going to keep on talking about some animals here. <laughs> and uh, our next story, um, man, this is a situation that they do not train police officers for at all. And a patrol officer was cruising along the highway in Humboldt County, California. Hey, up north. When all of a sudden, 
a fucking falling bear smashed onto his cruiser what? from the sky. It's raining bears. <laughs> Dude, a bear falls from like a cliff onto this fucking cruiser, smashes the windshield and the hood, like pretty much destroys this car. He ends yeah, up hitting, I, I think he, I think the officer kind of swerved after that and it like flipped the car, but the car ended up catching on fire, causing a half of an acre size fire. Holy shit. Yeah, burn the car completely. Like the car is like nothing is inside of it anymore. Everything that's not metal burned away. <laughs> I'm surprised this didn't take place in Liberty City. That like Dude. something just hits a car and it explodes. Like Dude, that's what I'm saying. And the best part is the bear got away. It lived. Dude. Fuck it. It's cliff jumping and running away, dude. Where did it fall from? Was it like uh, some sort of overpass cliff or something? Well, it was a steep embankment, I guess, right along the road. Nope. So I don't know if he started doing like a tumble and then just got <laughs> some space from the hill enough to land on the fucking road. No <laughs> less like on Chris Farley and Black Sheep falling oh, down the fucking hill. <laughs> that's the best fall of all time, dude. It just falls down. A, that's a mountain he falls down. Yeah. <laughs> so this bear like falls off the mountain onto the hood of the cop car. What what goes through your mind driving a car when a bear fucking lands on the hood? Dude, it's amazing this guy even lived, dude. If that happened to me, I'd probably have a heart attack and just fucking die if it didn't kill me on the impact. Can you imagine, dude, like a fucking 500-pound animal just crunches your car? And he was he was on his way to a call, so I don't know if he was probably going a good speed, too. That could do it, yeah. yeah. So, fucking dude. Oh, my God. Can you imagine you're ripping? You're, like, trying to get to a call. And then a fucking... Was that a boulder? And then the boulder gets up and walks away. <laughs> yeah, right? You're like, that's not a rock. That was a fucking bear. Dude. I would just be like, oh, shit. Do I have to fight this thing now? Is that... You imagine it was mad and it just starts reaching in the fucking broken windshield at you. <gasps> Finish you off. Fucking <laughs> swiping. Yeah, lucky. Liam Neeson shit. Somehow the guy was fine. He got out of the car before it burst into fucking flames. And uh, yeah, it was like a Grand Theft Auto blow up. Because it, it literally, yeah, they were able to contain it. But it, it was a pretty good sized fire from this yeah. car. Yeah, California in the summer, it's no joke with fires too. Anything will start those. Yeah. Especially bears falling off the fucking cliffs. Dude, Smokey the Bear was the biggest curse in the pause fires, dude. I mean, here he is falling off cliffs. Fucking done. Right? Oh, man. Bad PR. <laughs> well, some uh, good PR that's going to be going down is uh, for Chernobyl. Many people have been, you know, interested in the <laughs> nuclear uh, area that where the disaster <laughs> happened back in the 80s because of the HBO show that we actually recommended. Mm -hmm. um, a few episodes back called Chernobyl. People have been, you know, flocking there. Actually, there's a lot of tourism and stuff. But one thing that's going to be good for <laughs> Chernobyl is they have a vodka coming out. Wait a minute. Is it made from anything from there? Oh, yes, it is. It's made from I'm grains. Not. <laughs> it's made from I'm grains not. that do have a slight, just a slight radioactivity to them. <laughs> But through Dude. the distilling, through the process of magical distillation, the uh, all of the radioactivity is gone. You can you can believe that. The only thing you'll find is natural <laughs> carbon fourteen at the same level you would expect from any other spirit. That you can I believe that though? Because I mean I, I don't know if we have any long term studies on. 
tainted radiation foods and grains that were grown in radi irradiated fucking fields. Like not just the grains, they are also using uh well. Don't tell water, me the water. The, oh water, from, the water from the uh, the exclusion zones uh, watershed. And I was more okay with it too. When you were like hey, the grains, I was like, all right, this comes from the earth. The earth filters water is just water until dirt filters it or you know coal or like whatever natural element can filter it i don't <laughs> like the water element that really sketches me out <laughs> well honestly the dis the water uh has no radioactivity to it um, really yes and the vodka itself which is called atomic with a k a-t-o-m-i-k it's a grain spirit made from the uh, recovery of the Chernobyl landscape and every uh, bottle that they sell 75% of the proceeds are actually going to go back to supporting the economic development of the areas outside of the main exclusion zone where radiation isn't at like a health risk and people actually live hmm okay the uh, science scientists have tested the uh, vodka itself and there they have no uh, detection of radiation or radioactive particles or anything along those lines so, so you're not going to gain like three rads if you drink it. <laughs> no, it's not going to be a fallout, a stim pack nightmare when okay, you decide sweet. to drink atomic vodka. But it does sound something out like something out of the uh, the capital landscape or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm too like much of a sketchball, but like I still I'm like, what if there's something about it we don't even understand? Like we're very little into science. Like really, if we, I mean, we have the combination of thousands of years to look like human science but like really as far as like everybody being together and thinking as a big mind like we're 200 years into really making this one big fucking project of like mm -hmm. what we understand what if there's elements we don't understand of it and like there's long-term damage from something that's been around that like oh, yeah. a whole different oh dude I, I just one of the things that has gotten us this far is collective knowledge and if we wipe that out with one atomic vodka then <laughs> that could fuck up the entire thing dude you drink that two weeks later, you're dying of cancer. I'm just, just saying, I don't know. <laughs> just so you know, there is only one bottle that has been made currently. And yes. is their yes. prototype bottle. It's not on store shelves, so no one will be growing any extra limbs anytime soon. Oh, nice. I'm glad. You had me worried. I was like, I was thinking <laughs> there's trucks of this shit. I was thinking Amazon was flying it almost, you know? Oh, uh, God. Then it'd be everywhere. Dude, no good. No good, man. I'm a little worried about that. <laughs> Something like that could cause the scenario of our next story, honestly. That's what I'm thinking. Because we got a medical condition that I've never heard of before, and uh, I think everybody here will get a kick out of. Now, we got a man who went into a New York City hospital, urging that he had fallen down on his ass, and he had some pain in his hips, but at the same time, his dick was hurting a little bit. Okay. Right? All right, all right. So yeah, you're curious. I got you hooked, right? I was like, I was thinking, is it the weight of the dick? Like he pushes the hips forward to an unnatural point, and he has to carry his hips like sort of in front He's of. Got him. a big old hog pulling down on those hips. <laughs> all the gravity just drag, dragging it dirt. <laughs> dude. Well, what we got here is a man. He takes an X-ray. All right, and the doctors come to him after taking the X-ray, taking a good examination of it. They're looking at it. And they go, sir, your penis is calcifying, actually becoming a bone. Oh, God. Dude. Oh, he's God. getting a real boner, dude. <laughs> True he's, life. Dude, can you imagine? Oh, my God. It sucks that it's painful because, I mean, it's pretty legendary. It's like you're just carrying around a weapon at that point. 
That's terrible. A though. loose I mean, bone, dude? A swinging bone? It'd be uncomfortable, too. I'm just so <laughs> calcified. I'm imagining literally it's like it's rock hard. Yeah, dude. Well, no, not yet. Not yet. It's starting to form. That's, so, I mean, it's, it's the, Stone Man disease from fucking dude. Game of Thrones, is what it is. He's got Stone Man <laughs> disease. Dude, stone cock disease. It's uh, apparently he's been diagnosed with ossification, uh, where you know essentially a body part is slowly turning into a bone, and uh, he was really unhappy with that. Most unfortunate body part. Dude, he was not happy. Like dick, brain, then heart. You know, you dude. don't want in that order. <laughs> no, dude, no. <laughs> Um, apparently he left, he left, he just immediately left after the doctor told him that and, uh, hasn't gone back for any treatment and, or anything. Yeah. And, be um, a second opinion is what dude. I'd be doing. I'd be like, dude, fuck it. What dude, are you, re- um, <laughs> I mean, it's too many fantasy books. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would be a little worried about that too. Um, apparently it's, it's kind of like spread around the, you know, the grapevine and other doctors have been talking about it and they're saying, uh, it, it, it's a pretty rare condition, penile ossification, and uh, it's it's but it's been mentioned in, in a few journals. <laughs> it's normally the consequence of uh, Peyronie's disease, which uh, is just internal scarring, and it causes oh, okay. you know sexual organs to like bend in a weird way. Oh. So odds are he's got one of the dude. He's got one of those dicks you see in the porno that's making the ninety degree turn. Like you could land like it's like one of those carnival games where you got to throw the the little loop over dude. the bottle. Dude, oh my god, I remember. Seeing that one of those, and I was just like, "What is that? What is, dude? That happens." <laughs> what I always thought it was somebody broke their it? shit, but apparently, it's it's literally a scarring and well, apparently that, that the can, bone. The breaking can happen too. I've heard horror stories of uh, capillaries <laughs> getting broken or something. Oh my like god! The little dude. Sections that fill up with inside of it, they could get crunched together, and then it bend. It'll bend in a certain way. Dude, I'm intrigued with learning, but I don't want to know that. I don't want to know. <laughs> Well, I mean, this stone dick thing, he sounds like he's going to be a medical celebrity if he shows his face around there again. Dude, yeah, no name, because obviously you can't mention the patient's name, but dude, this poor bastard. He's out there somewhere. No treatments. That's just running the, around in the with UK? stone dick. No, this is in New York City. Oh, wow. Dude, this is close to home for me. This dude's like within three hours of me right now. Just I'm walking trying. around, dragging his stone dick down the sidewalks of New York City in the night. You can hear The rumor is you can hear him coming. I'd imagine you chafe a lot. <laughs> you hear him chafing from blocks dude, away. Dude, just carrying like fucking Vaseline and powders of sorts to just like deal with that chafing. Real question though, does it solidify like at the maximum length or does it solidify at like the minimum length or just somewhere in between? Oh. Is it wherever it happens to be at the time? That's a good question, dude. It doesn't really mention anything about altering lengths of the penis, but uh, it did dude, say... I go full length. Not that it matters at that point, dude. but like, kind of yeah. does. <laughs> oh, it does say that the bone was forming in a part of the penis called the buck's fascia, which is uh, essentially the tough inner lining along the shaft. So, I mean, if you're... I don't know. I feel like it would be when you're... Uh, <laughs> it's just going to make it fully erect forever well i what if they just made it stoned like stone dick but like not hard you're just like chilling loose and you're just like like, you're hanging out with a small rock in your lap for the rest of your life dude (laughs) oh man it's like why couldn't it have just grown all the way at least (laughs) maybe you could maybe you can chisel it into something cool like a dragon or something it's got to stop working at some point if it like i mean because it dude it just makes sense right 
logically you would feel like it would get stoned dick it would stay like when you're not hard because most of the time you're not yeah and i'd imagine when you go to the bathroom it'd be like a uh, water feature like some dude. sort of stone fountain dude <laughs> in the statue of david just standing yeah there you go it's your life now man damn if you have a stone <sighs> penis write us at american slacker podcast at gmail.com anonymous you know hey we won't get wants to see the pictures Dude, send me the photos. I need to see this. <laughs> uh, so we got a funny clip to wrap up our bizarre news here. We always like to keep you laughing. And uh, this gift just keeps on giving. Oh, does it? It's like a multi-layered one. Dude, yeah, I never saw this one coming. Gifts are like onions. Yeah, there, there's literally, this is a three-part act, you know? There's just many things here. Let me put this up so that anybody watching our live YouTube. So it starts out with this lady on the roof falling down. She falls off to the second part. Goes down. That's like her eight-year-old kid flipping her off from some kind of pen. Oh, wait. There's a pig. There's a giant <laughs> pot belly pig. This is, I can't it's, even... like, it's like that rule when there's a gun in the first act. It's got to go off by the third act. That pig was that gun going off, Dude. man. That was beautiful. I never knew. I <laughs> I think they made the quickest white trash comedy that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is, give this people a TV deal, but like give them like a commercial slot to start like a new thing called micro shows. Who's the star, the kid or the pig or the skateboard? Uh, skateboard. Uh, no, no, skateboard it's, it's the pig. I would say. No, it's I'd say the pig, pig dude. The pig really all is. day. Scorsese it ends saw with the star. this clip and got the idea to uh, you know do Inception. Oh, like, is, that, is that the rumor on the streets now? Yeah, it all starts with a, uh, someone shotgunning skateboard or shotgunning a beer with a skateboard on a roof, kid flipping someone off, and it ends with a pig. He's like, Leo, <laughs> Leo, <Yeah>. I've uh. got it. <laughs> so we're, we're going to post this funny clip up on our Facebook page on Friday for everyone to check out so you can have a little laugh to end your week. Hell yeah. Check that shit out. It's uh, it's confusing, but it'll make you laugh. Now, we're going to get into uh, some suggestions that we got for you guys. But before we do that, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Here at American Slacker, we have proudly partnered with Seat Giant, which is a website that allows you to get tickets to events for a fraction of the price of retail. Yeah, easy to use, easy to find. SeatGiant.com. Use the code SLACKER at checkout. And uh, yeah, you'll save a little bit of your change. Local events, national uh, tours, they got everything. Make sure to go over to SeatGiant.com, type in that code SLACKER and save yourself some money. Get that change back in your pocket. Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show Dudes with Brews on a Porch on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. And we are back with some suggestions for you. We always like giving, uh, you know, movies. Doc- I think we did documentaries the last time around. So uh, this time we're doing something different. We're doing some like TV show type suggestions. It's weird to call them TV show because most of like my shit's on Netflix. Yeah. And 
thing I'm recommending is on YouTube. Yeah. We're breaking realms these days, but I mean, they're TV shows. Like, what's like, we're going to keep calling them that, I feel like, no matter what, because it's what their origin is. It's like uh, still having the uh, little letter on your email thing. It's like you always build off of the past, right? The nerds will say you should call it a series, but you know what I will say to the nerds is suck a dick. Yeah, like series suggestion <laughs> rolls off the tongue so easily or something. Dude, yeah. So, yeah, you're getting picks, suggestions, whatever, you know. <laughs> and this, uh, this time around, we got some shows for you. So I'm going to start off. I watched a show on Netflix called Dark. And this show I discovered just because I needed something to watch while I was on the plane on the way back to New York last weekend. Okay. Okay. I mean, did you get through it? Did you get, was it like one of those binge, like you instant want to binge? Well, the first season has 10 episodes and they're all under an hour. Some are 45, some are closer to like 55. So I got through about three of them, you know. I, I try to sleep on the first half of my plane rides and then I'll watch stuff on the second half. So I was, I managed to get through like three hours worth of the first season. Okay. And it really had me hooked. This is a okay. sci-fi series. It is a uh, German show. So every, uh, the way I like to watch it, I like to hear them talking in German and read the subtitles. Um, they do have a dubbed version that you can watch where, you know, they have Americans doing uh, the voiceovers for the actual characters. But for some reason, I don't know. I just it, it's weird to see them talking and not see the words be the right words. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather watch subtitles all day. Yeah, So that's why I, I leave the German one on and I, I read the subtitles for this. And it's, it's a very it, as the show is called dark. It is a very dark sci fi film has to deal with time travel and um, interpersonal drama between different people within this small town uh, and it and the dark past and history of this town. It's super uh, like hard to follow at times. There are resources out there for you to kind of lay out the timeline of what happens. I haven't really used them yet because I want to get through the series before actually uh, spoiling anything since I haven't gone through the entire thing yet. But Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it, honestly. I, I hadn't even seen this. So, it, like, but it's cool that, like, on Netflix, I noticed, like, um, when you look for, like, new this week and whatnot, mm. they do international right away. Yeah. Like, they, they give you a mix now. Like, Which is I've nice. seen a lot of Asian, a lot of, a lot of European. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I put something on. I didn't even know it was going to be in another language. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. They're doing a good job of kind of slipping that towards people. And I'm hoping that it's, mm. you know, going to open up new cool things like this series, Dark, um, to, to, you know, mm. people. People's uh, view, so that they can actually check it out. The it's uh, it's definitely slower paced, but the moments that are like filled with the suspense, they have a lot of tension to them, and it definitely keeps you guessing and wanting to watch that next episode, which is why I'm like really looking forward to. They have a second mm. season that's already on Netflix. Oh, that's that's your next agenda, huh? Mm-hmm. You got to get through that next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Because of the pace of the first season, I am really enjoying every every moment of it. Um, yeah. it if you like time travel, this is a really cool one because it's a, most of the time travels are like super high sci-fi fantasy where it's like we have our wrist communicators where we type it in and we go wherever we want. This one's not so much that way with time travel. It's a lot closer to 
Um, I was going to say something like the movie Primer, if people are familiar with that, but even less tech related, I guess, because it, it flops back and forth between 20, uh, this small German town in 2019 and back in 1968. So one of the kids ends up teleporting back to 1968 from 2019 and he runs into, you know, his, his parents and stuff and he's trying to like have someone help him, but no one knows who he is. And then the flashes back to like the present where people are looking for the kid. And there's all these mysterious disappearances that are happening in the in these woods near this cave where this facility used to operate. So there's this clash between the town and the people, uh, like interpersonal interpersonally. It's it's well written. It's really uh, like crazy. Uh, complicated to follow and even more complicated to explain as as you're probably <laughs> yeah yeah me, me trying to explain it yeah it definitely it seems like a show with a lot of depth yeah and uh, yeah man you know what that's what i'm liking about these international polls because like you're getting things that aren't exactly the same like a lot of people are just influenced from america mm-hmm. you know so we're getting a constant swirl of the same flavors almost you know whereas like you know uh, some movies from korea are really fucking unique mm-hmm. man i've seen so many so many of their films that were unique, just a shout out let alone everywhere train else train to busan is one of my favorite uh, oh, Korean films. dude that's a, that's a great one um man from nowhere that's one of the best fucking films i've ever seen nice. dude uh yeah the devil comes at night dude there's so many good korean films but like you know every different place has their own unique fucking feel and ideas that are so original and i'm liking I want to check this out now. I'm I'm actually like really intrigued by this. Good, good. That's what I'm hoping for the listeners as well. And uh, you know, if anything, you you pick up a little German, say a little da. (laughs) Every we're biased there. We're Germans, uh, so (laughs) we're like yeah, yeah. Probably got a little bit in both of us. So I'm I'm glad I found this series. It got uh, really good reviews compared to a lot of the stuff that we suggest. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was surprised. I was like, oh, normally shit. Normally the shit we suggest is in the garbage, but this time around, IMDb gave it a 8.7 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 94% on the tomato meter and a 94% also on the audience score. So people are really digging this, and uh, it feels good to be vindicated one of these times. Dude, coming correct today, yeah, right? dude. <laughs> So that's dark. Dude. Make sure you check that out. It's on Netflix. Two seasons up and available for you right now. I believe the first season's ten episodes. Second season is eight episodes, all under an hour. So it's a little bit of a longer watch, but totally worth it. Hell yeah, hell yeah, dude! I'm definitely adding it to my fucking list. Now moving along, mine. You're gonna have to go to YouTube. It's free. It's easy to get. Uh, you know, probably everybody has it on their TV now. It's fucking so nice. It's gonna be. This is, I bet you this spawns a ton of new ideas that YouTube will be making original content with because I'm going to talk about Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai never dies, baby. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit behind. So like, you know, this came out in 2018 and you know, I, I overlooked it. I'm like, it's going to be corny as fuck. It's going to be weird. I thought it was, you know, some short 10 minute episode type deal, not like a real show, you know? Right. But it, dude, I finally checked it out. It's like a, a full show format, really good budget. So, you know, it delivers and it's a continuation of the Karate Kid for, you know, anybody that's nostalgic of that time, which, you know, I grew up with the Karate Kid. Like, and I love that film. That was like in there with Indiana Jones, Star Wars, all that. Home Alone. And it's uh, kind of all, dude, they all blend in that area. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. So, uh, you know, to see it, you know, be brought back to life 
where it's really interesting, you know, both of the main stars of the uh, first Karate Kid, at least, um, you know, you got Ralph Macchio, Daniel LaRusso, and then you also got William Zabka taking on the role of Johnny Lawrence again. Nice. Fucking the baddest of uh, Cobra Kai. It's always, it always and, uh, feels great to actually have the real characters and not have to kind of tune it in. I mean, I know a lot of times we'll end up doing, being able to do a prequel and doing like a younger mm. person. Uh, yeah, and I don't like that as much, dude. Yeah, it's, it's I don't rough. Know. Yeah. We're like, this gives me hope, and I want to see more of this with other things. You know, I like the continuation as people get older, as actors age. Use it to your advantage with writing these scripts. You know, like, it's, it's fucking awesome. And uh, this turned out perfect, I think. It, you know, this appeals to teens and, you know, older dudes that are nostalgic of that time. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's like, um, there's a whole teen element where, you know, there's a love story going on between, you know, kids that are. Well, Daniel LaRusso's daughter and uh, um, Johnny Lawrence's son, you know, actually have like a little thing. But there's a third party. There's like a little like uh, trifecta going on. And um, it's it's interesting because there's um, reversals of roles. Like Daniel's not so much the good guy in this. You know, he's kind of like the bad guy. Johnny Lawrence is just trying to fucking bring his life back together after losing the tournament. His life went down the hill. No, no. And like, so he's like, he opens Cobra Kai, you know, 34 years after the original film basically oh, wow. and it's taking place exactly in that time period so he's opening Co- cobra kai even though you know he, he fucking hates his old sensei who fucking started that and all that sweep the legs. um deep karate kid cuts right now dude <laughs> sweep the legs put him in a body bag dude <laughs> fucking so you know if you're into that dude i would highly recommend it i think there's a lot of people out there like me that kind of overlook this you know but love the karate kid series growing up you know, I, I even watched the new Jaden Smith one and I was like, you know, it's cool, but you know, it's not that like the original flavor for sure. Dude, Jack, Jackie Chan is not Miyagi. Get out of here. No, that doesn't quite work as like, dude. do we want to see Jackie Chan kick an ass like the entire movie? Dude. Yeah, dude. Exactly. That's why we watch buckets. <laughs> dude, there better be a chair fucking doing a 720 into somebody's dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, but it, it, if you're into the Karate Kid, like if you have that nostalgia, even if not, dude, there's a great storyline here and it's it's totally different than the Karate Kid. So for nostalgia, it was that played into it was really cool to see how it, that unfolded. And it ended season two ended really dark. I didn't see that coming at all, which was really cool. And uh, they're cleared for season three. So it's like kind of a cliffhanger ending on, that keeps you going, just like you were saying with your show. A lot of the episodes are like those moments where it's like fuck now i want to know what happens you want to see the beginning to see like how the ending like what played out it's good writing right there Dude, if you're yeah. in your audience and you're being like damn i want to watch the next one the nice thing with youtube is i'm assuming these come out pretty much all at once kind of like a netflix right bingo and that's the beautiful thing right now like i mean we don't want to wait every week that, that's dead like that's so over dude like i want a series to come out all at once now, like it's thing, so nice to be able to one thing that does feel reminiscent of the 90s do they have commercial breaks essentially to make their advertising dollars yeah yeah they definitely have commercial breaks plotted out on youtube okay um but again it's completely free you're like you don't have to pay to watch this right. and i'm talking it's got a budget like crowd kid like it's literally I'm just, it's I'm, pretty good i'm almost dude. happy to see them doing that platform for it because they can take those they can plan it in the writing to do like a normal tv show type of commercial break where they bring whatever the ac- action is down and then hit that commercial in between mm-hmm. and then they're you can getting, feel it coming yeah yeah and then they're getting the revenue so it doesn't feel because you watch a lot of stuff on youtube and 
it'll just be ad all of a sudden. And it br- totally breaks the momentum of whatever it is that you're watching. But if they are planning this ahead of time as like an actual series, that's really, that's so smart to go about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, part of the big plan for YouTube in general. So this was probably as soon as they heard this coming about, they were like, and also, you know, I over- overlooked uh, Josh Heald and John Hurwitz. Uh, were the screenwriters and basically created the whole idea to bring this back. They brought you Harold and Kumar, that whole series. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they had a lot of, you know, they had a lot of authority to bring this, like, to life. And uh, I think YouTube probably saw that. They were like, you know, this could be a chance to show what we can do with our service on top of, you know, the whole starting, you know, vlogging. I mean, that's really what YouTube was, is, like, vlogs and shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, really, like, you know, how-tos and then now it's become infinity everything's on there it's becoming an entertainment platform for sure yeah and now they're going to take over streaming i really think they're going to become like netflix where they're going to start producing things that are really hardcore hitters on youtube original it'd be smart of them if if they decide to run with this especially if they keep it free Mm -hmm. if they kept it free they would really do damage free with commercials but like i mean they they weren't over killing the commercials were less than tv it's not the 1545 deal right or or no what is it now jesse 18 1842 uh for what for commercial to hourly like on on national like regular television oh yeah yeah if you're doing a half hour it's 22 minutes to eight minutes of commercials and then for an hour 16 an hour would be double that so yeah it'd be 44 to 16 okay yeah yeah. so it doesn't even even like i mean i watch most of my stuff on netflix or anything or or even hulu which so sometimes i have commercials up to a minute you know but anything mm. over like two minutes now seems so excessive. I forget what I'm watching if I'm watching something yeah. on TV and it's over like if it's like three and a half minutes commercials. It's a hard break. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely fucks everything up. Could YouTube be the <laughs> format in terms of like the future with actually providing the freedom to uh, the independent people who want to make things like Cobra Kai? To- Dude, that's what I'm saying. I mean, who's to say? I mean, you got things like uh, Scorsese's next film is coming out directly to Netflix, oh, right? Wow. Who's to say that doesn't, you know, like it doesn't get heavier on YouTube side now that like this is like, you know, a thing. True. I mean, dude, they only need a few of these to really get the notoriety up and like really become a, like a fucking veteran of like making great streaming for free, dude. No less. Yeah, it'd be cool. I mean, Crackle tried that. Crackle was always free and had a ton of shit, but it was kind of like limited and really heavy commercials. Yeah, I never got into it as much. I think I only watch comedians and cars getting coffees on that. And now that goes to Netflix too. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but now if Netflix or uh, YouTube takes their advertising across the board and just evens it out, you know, on top of all the uh, YouTube stars and everything, and they're streaming and keeps it minimal, dude. They can keep the budget, you know, to make these great things. And people could actually get their advertising dollars. Yeah, wow. dude. Wow. 5.4 million views within 24 hours of releasing the series. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So anything else, man? It's, uh, I'm curious to see the future for this. It's cool. But, you know, Cobra Kai, definitely check it out if you're a Karate Kid fan. If not, you know, uh, if you like anything, you know, actiony, check it out. It's got a lot of comedy, too. It's really fun and uh, got a lot of high ratings as well. We're coming definitely correct at you. 8.8 from IMDb and 94 uh, from Rotten Tomatoes and 96 on the audience meter. Nice. 
Yeah, yeah. So definitely, uh, definitely worthy of checking out, even according to the snobs. So maybe two <laughs> check that shit out. Heaters to uh, to fill your roster on your on your watch list for hell yeah. <laughs> the upcoming. Hell yeah. And it sounds like yeah, two seasons of each. So yeah, we got you covered for a while. Hours right? of entertainment along with this show. <laughs> so make hell sure yeah. to check out Dark and Cobra Kai on Netflix and YouTube, respectively. And uh, we were talking about how smart people are and ha- and scheduling their breaks and their segments and stuff. We're going to join the ranks of those intelligent folks and take a break ourselves. But we'll be right back after this with some Factor Whack. This is Full Starts, the show about those presumptuous pictures that studios were sure would spawn a franchise, but didn't. Back on Eternia, yeah. Skeletor sort of locates the key on Earth mm-hmm. with Google Maps <laughs> and then asks where his mercenaries are. He's had uh, to walk past those mercenaries <laughs> to get into the room. Yeah. Guys, Skeletor is rude. Go on. Okay, go on. Film does not know what mercenaries are. Evelyn assembles them but then introduces them to Skeletor as his finest warriors. Are they his warriors or are they freelancers? Okay, name them. Beast man. Um, Come on. Uh, Come on, there's at least one. You there's one that's an easy one. Yeah, I know it's, it's, because some mother is always trying to ice skate uphill. The blade. Thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> two. Uh, <laughs> the fact that we were able to name two. You named two. You were able to name two. Instantly uh, uh, makes it better than Planet of the Apes. If you like that, you can hear more on iTunes, SoundCloud, Twitter, and Facebook at Full Starts Pod. We are back, and we're going to play a game. This is a game that uh, Matt made. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. It is a new creation. Very fucking original. We're going to call it Fact or Whack. All right? Okay, Fact or Whack. How, how does this work? Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, I'm gonna list off a crazy, crazy statement. And you're going to tell me, is, it, is, it, is this factual or is that whack? Oh, so it's like uh, true or false. No, dude, it's fact or whack. Like, you just tell me if it's a fact or if it's like it sounds whack to you. Like, yeah, like so. If it's like, a fact, it's true, and if it's whack, it's like false. No, dude, if it's like a fact, it's a fact. If it's whack, it's whack. <laughs> all right, all right, let's play. All right, man. Well, you, I guess I think you know the rules. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like I got it. <laughs> all right, well, we're gonna get into this, and uh, your first fact. You're going to tell me, again, if this is a fact or whack. Okay. <clears throat> One time, a chicken had its head chopped off and lived for over a year. Is that a fact or is that whack? I'm going to say true. I, is that a fact <laughs> or is that whack? <laughs> that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. You are correct. <laughs> you are correct. After a farmer failed to properly behead a chicken because he missed the jugular vein, the bird lived for 18 months. Christened Mike the Headless Chicken, it survived on a mixture of milk and water fed to its exposed esophagus via an eyedropper. (laughs) The farmer actually even turned Mike into a sideshow and made uh, made, uh, $4,500 per month and uh, charged basically 25 cents per mission. (laughs) That's disgusting. Watch someone feed a headless chicken with an eyedropper. Man, I thought you were going to be like, that's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) 
can't be. I know it's they can whack. live for a bit, so I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe you missed. Uh, yeah, well, all right, you got that one. You got that one. Moving on to factor wag number two. Russia is actually bigger than Pluto. Is that a fact? Or is that whack? Uh, I'm gonna say that's that's whack. That's not not a fact. That is that is whack. You are incorrect, sir. Oh, Pluto's surface area is about 16.7 times 106 kilometers square, while the surface of Russia is 17.1 by 106. So basically, it's uh, it's dramatically different. <laughs> It's, 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 you got a little bit, you know, like you would think Pluto was at least bigger than all of the like continents one by one, yeah, but no, I mean, Russia's got planet. it. Russia's got it, dude. Do, do Russia's know, got a miles on. Do we know the density of each? I don't, I don't have that on hand. No, okay. This is factor wax, sir. This isn't science hour. Jesus, I'm trying to educate on a minimal scale. People don't have the attention span for the details. Or dense. Days. I don't know, man. Ah, oh, man. We're moving along. Fact or whack number two. Or number three, rather. <laughs> Nintendo was founded before 1900. Is that a fact or is that whack? I'm going to say false. Is that a fact <laughs> or is that whack? That's a, that's a whack false statement. <laughs> whack pause statement. I, I don't Okay. Whack false statement. Sir, you are incorrect. Oh, well, most wouldn't think that Nintendo was formed way before electronics. Nintendo actually was formed in 1889 by Fuzar Fajiro Yamauchi <laughs> out of Kyoto, Japan. Nailed it. The company started out manufacturing handmade Japanese playing cards called Hadafudo. And uh, they went on to produce toys and games in the 1960s, leading to the monster that you know today, creating the Switch and all those other toys that annoying kids are carrying around on the airline, <laughs> screaming that the batteries died, making your trip horrible. <laughs> so uh, one, one right, two wrong. Two wrong, man. You're not doing good. In fact, or last, whack. Last two right here. True or right, false? They're following me for a loop. Moving on to number four. Is this your uh, nail in your coffin? We're going to find out. Hopefully not. Legos sells more tires than any other tire company in the world. Fact or whack. Than any other single tire company? Real tire company, not toy tire. I'm or talking like Michelin. I'm talking. Yeah, okay. So, like, not combined, but, like, I'm going to say that's whack. You're incorrect, oh, sir. Fuck. You are done here. Lego actually kills everybody. Michelin, Dunlop, Pirelli, all of them. They produce around 320 million tires every year. Little toy Lego tires. Dude, it's almost double what Michelin, who is like the the real like number one tire company. No, oh, damn. But Lego just produces so many of those goddamn tires, whether it's regular Legos or any of the engineering kits. Mm -hmm. You know how like Lego has that engineering like department they make crazy shit with. Yep. So, a lot of those too. Yeah, Lego. But yeah, dude. Also sells at, or outsells Home Depot for shovels, um, but that's because people like to use their tiny shovels for scraping Keith. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, dude. That's probably whack, but that's why it is good. It is good for the Keith, dude. They sell 
Dude, 400 million bricks since 1958. I feel like that would be a little more. So more honestly. bricks than the uh, South American cartels. I'd probably not. Probably. I don't know. Those guys That'd are shocking it. That'd be close. They got catapult submarines. They got it all, dude. They're stuffing it up people's butts, dude. Yeah, but like I don't know, man. Like those single like little ones on top of all the other. Dude, ones. nobody's stuffing them up people's butts. All right, so it hasn't gotten that out. Don't level, need to. So. It's widely accepted. Dude. I don't know about that, dude. Step on them. <laughs> need, want, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> We're gonna play the last one for fun here. <sighs> Let's see how you do on this one. This one's fun. This one's fun. Betty White is older than sliced bread. Is that a fact or is that whack? Shit, I used to know when sliced bread was invented because I thought that was a funny thing to know. No, if I'm going to say that's false. You're incorrect, sir. We're breaking history this time because they are all fucking true. Oh I'm educating God, people. I expect everybody to do a book report <laughs> and hand that in after two as well because I'm your fucking you teacher. You fucking today. tricked us. You taught us something. I have, this is the first time in history. All correct. <laughs> all true statements. It was a risky move, Cotton, but it paid off. <laughs> July 7th, 1928. I'm going to take you to a bakery in Chaleco with us. Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> I probably fucking that butchered that fucker place. <laughs> chill Icotha. Chill. All right. Chill Icotha. Chill Icotha. It's, it's literally spelled Chill I C O the. Chilcothi. Cool. We'll let it fly. <laughs> the, a small bakery using an invention courtesy of Otto Frederick Rodwer. Rodwetter. The automatic bread slicer made history, started making fucking sli sliced bread, right? So we're talking 1928. Betty Marion White Ludden was born January 17th, 1922. Uh, Six years to the prior. Damn. Well, so yeah. that's you. We're talking like factory sliced bread. We're talking about mass mass slices. Of I mean, come on, dude. Come on. People come on, were bro. slicing bread way before that. It wasn't just two lo whole loaves if you want a sandwich. You say tomato, I say tomato. The technicalities are all, you know, biased. Is that where point. the submarine sandwich came from? Those, like, fucking 18-foot-long submarine party subs? It's because they used to not slice the bread? Like, well, you know, we can cut it in half. That's all we got. Apparently, it wasn't well received. Like the automatic, like the fully like sliced bread. When people bought it at first, they were like, "It looks sloppy. It looks gross." Satan made it. And it goes stale quicker. It goes stale quicker. It was one of the things that people were like talking about. Like because if you think about it, the crust keeps it preserved. What am I, an idiot? Oh. I'm gonna slice it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know what size I want my slice? Huh? Huh? <laughs> I heard the devil made that machine. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so yeah, it took a couple of years to really catch on to the sliced bread thing, really. It wasn't too popular right away. But that's the first technical like sliced bread for commercial use wow. for people. I'm sure people were slicing with a knife before, but you know, hey, we're not going to count that, bro. Wow. That's, this uh, is a story I give you. We're, we're, we're getting a lot of learned history going on on this episode. Even That's what lost. we do here. If, and if American Slacker does anything... <laughs> It's educate yeah, right. and distribute that knowledge. And we're happy to do it ever since we invented podcasting back in 2016. We're happy you've been along with us for the ride. <laughs> yeah, that is when we invented it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, just 2016. Just, just only a few years ago. It feels like it's been a lot longer, but... Yeah, man. 
Yeah, you know, but it's been a journey still. It is. We're glad you're with us, everyone. Our Patreon uh, slackers, we appreciate you even more. Oh yeah. And the rest. But not, hey, you got you other guys matters too. You know, you just don't give us your money. Just not so as much. I mean, we, we just don't love you much. as much. You know, you're like the, the second or third kid. You're like the you step know? kid. We still, we love you. We we do love you. And you know, this goes for the YouTubers as well. People that just get us get at us on the YouTube. You know, hey. We love you too, but you're like the stepchild, so you're like the you cousin. That. Cousin, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. All kidding aside, thank you everybody for tuning in. We love each and every one of you, and uh, this is the end of the show. And uh, in a, in a hierarchy, we love each and every one of you. Oh man, he continues it. The bit keeps going. <laughs> it's going and going and going. Fruit by the foot here. All right. If you want to continue following our bits, where can they find us? <laughs> Oh man, I think we have a whole outro they can listen to. Well, our personals. <laughs> oh, if you want to get out of like our personal like wacky stuff, get me at MWG Media on Instagram. And I'm on- Xbox Live, Maddie G from HP. And How I'm dare you cut me? Interrupting Matt at Landers <laughs> the Plane. <laughs> on everything. On everything. On everything. I'll interrupt <laughs> literally anywhere. <laughs> Search him. You'll find everything. It's his social security number is Landers the Plane. Yep. All right. Give it a try. All right. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right, people. Until next time. That's it. There you go. We're smoking America. We're passing America. I'm mapping America. I'm second America. We're talking America. We're blazing America. This America. We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We second America. We second America, America. That's a wrap.